Good day, this is Sabrina Marie, host of the Building Abundance Success Series. Our primetime mastermind that promotes empowered focus, decisive action, and inspired outcome. Our spotlight is on nutrition. My guest is Dr. Joe Esposito. He is a board-certified chiropractor. He's board-certified in orthopedics, board-certified in pain management, and double-certified in nutrition. In fact, he is a pioneer in the field of gluten-free plant-based diets and has helped tens of thousands of people overcome their health care challenges in this area. And he's also the award-winning author of Eating Right for the Health of It. Today, we get into some of the seven deadly sins of nutrition. He's a popular guest, and you've been asking for this, so enjoy. I do a seminar, actually, for a corporation called Diabesity. Okay. And one of the things I talk about is high fructose corn syrup. Wow. Which I believe is one of the major causes of the increase in obesity and diabetes in in the country. High fructose corn syrup, when it gets into the body, is processed in the liver. Regular sugar, some of it goes to the cells and some of it goes to the liver, the the cells in the body. In high fructose corn syrup, 100% of it goes into the liver. And when it goes into the liver, it creates something called uric acid. Mm. Uric acid prevents your body from producing something called nitric oxide. Mm -hmm. Nitric oxide opens up your blood vessels. Mm-hmm. It allows blood flow. Now, blood brings nutrients to the cells and carries away waste products. If you don't have the proper amounts of nitric oxide, you can't open up the blood vessels. You can't carry nutrition into the area and carry away waste products. Nitric oxide is nature's Viagra, basically. It opens up blood vessels and increases circulation everywhere. So 50% of men in this country are partially or totally impotent. Similar situation with women, less obvious. but So we have sex issues. We have digestive issues. We have headaches, blurred vision, dizziness, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, arm pain. You have to have a normally functioning nervous system and you have to have normally functioning circulation. And high fructose corn syrup blocks the body from producing the things that opens up the blood vessels and allows normal uh, circulation. Also, one researcher, an expert in the field, said that if you eat 120 calories of regular sugar, mm-hmm. one calorie gets stored as fat. If you eat 120 calories of high fructose corn syrup, 40 calories get stored as fat. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you know, 30 years ago when I, was, when I began my research, we thought calories in, calories out. It's not like that anymore. Because we've created man-made things like high fructose corn syrup. It doesn't exist in nature. And now we've altered the physiology of humanity. And then we have artificial sweeteners, which are actually worse. You know, if we use a little blue packet, we're at a party or something, we have that little blue packet and we put it in our coffee... That's going to break down to three components. Aspartame breaks down to aspartic acid, phenylalanine, and methyl esters. Aspartic acid is necessary for brain function. 100% necessary, we need it. However, too much aspartic acid literally excites the brain cells to death. So you burn out your brain cells, yes. It also breaks down to phenylalanine. Phenylalanine has to be processed. And if you don't have the enzyme to break down, if you have a genetic malfunction and you can't process phenylalanine, you get a condition called phenylketonuria. And that can kill you. You don't know you have it until you try it, so to speak. And the other component is methyl esters. Methyl esters is methanol. Methanol is wood alcohol. Mm -hmm. If I I were to buy wood alcohol in a chemistry store, it would have a skull and crossbones on. (laughs) Not for human consumption. (laughs) And yet we put it in over 6,000 products, including kids' vitamins, yogurts, candies, cakes, uh, chewing gum. So putting this artificial sweetener in, in, in food 
and we're dumbing down America. We're killing our children. You're talking about the high fructose corn syrups, and that's really concentrated in all of our drinks and and many things that we, you know, many people just don't read their labels. What is the chemical breakdown of that? Well, like I said, it used to be sugar, and that was bad enough. Then the high fructose corn syrup came in, and that affected it. But uh, especially cola soda has something called uh, phosphoric acid. Phosphoric acid, when it gets into the body, is essentially a calcium magnet. It sucks calcium out of your body. When you put acid in your body, your body has to neutralize that acid or else it will throw your body into acidosis and you'll die. You have to maintain what's called a pH, a level of, of acid in your blood. And too much acid will kill you. So your body has to do everything it can to maintain a normal pH balance. Phosphoric acid is a strong acid. It robs the body of calcium. Sugar, high fructose corn syrup, all these are acids. They have to be neutralized. And the body uses calcium to neutralize them. So you can have sugar, which is bad, High fructose corn syrup, which is worse, artificial sweeteners, which is worse, and phosphoric acid, which affects the body in a totally different way, but still in a bad way. It's extremely addictive. It's cheap. Mm-hmm. It stimulates a part of your brain called the hedonistic pleasure center, so you're actually getting high from it. Uh-huh. And so what do we do? We just keep, keep consuming it, and then we worry about the healthcare system in the United States. Most of the diseases that we're dealing with are self-induced. And if we don't stop killing ourselves and poisoning ourselves, there is no hope for the healthcare system in the United States. We cannot keep up with the demand. It's impossible. In your seven deadly sins of nutrition, you mentioned grains. Grains break down into sugar. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. So if you're going to eat grains, some grains are better than others. For example, wheat has gluten in it. Mm-hmm. And gluten irritate your small intestine and cause inflammation. And now some people, like celiacs, cannot do any gluten. It causes severe reactions and can even cause death. Mm-hmm. Most people, I feel, are gluten-sensitive. Okay. Tolerant. So what I suggest folks do is cut out all gluten, all wheat, wheat, barley, rye, for 10 days. Do it. It's free. Okay. On the 11th day, have yourself a piece of pizza. Now, the reason I said pizza is because cheese has a, a, a protein called casein in it, and casein is very similar to gluten in its, in its makeup. So have wow. yourself a pizza. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you're gonna feel, yeah, you're going to feel awful. Yuck. And then you'll learn that you are gluten and casein intolerant, or sensitive at least. Mm-hmm. So is it how just, the grains are processed, or how, how does that go? Well, the gluten is in wheat, barley, and rye. It's naturally there. Uh, but it's also the processing. For example, about 90% of the soybeans in this country are genetically modified. And genetically modified organisms, uh, we take the DNA of the, of the soybean, and we insert another protein into the DNA to alter its makeup. And now the body, for the first time, your body, my body, any human, is exposed to something it's never been exposed to in the history of the world. It's a man-made, it's frankenfood. We made it in a laboratory. And so your body doesn't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. And some of the experiments, I just... uh, one off the top of my head, they did an experiment on hamsters because hamsters have a shorter lifespan than humans so we can see what happens in a shorter period of time. And they fed one group genetically modified soybeans and one just regular soybeans. By the third generation of the genetically modified soybean hamster group, mm-hmm. all of the hamsters were sterile. Wow. In the other group, 100% were capable of reproducing. So the difference was the genetically modification, the genetic modification of the soybeans. Corn is also oftentimes genetically modified. And how many things have corn in them? High fructose corn syrup, corn, uh, corn flour, corn meal, 
It's everywhere. So if you're doing the, the sodas, the high fructose corn syrup is bad enough, but it's usually made with genetically modified sugar beets or corn, mm-hmm. which is now worse. You know what? You've just described the average kid's lunch in school. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you I mean, I know. Yeah, I go to school with my daughter, and I sit there, and, you know, she's six, and I look at what these kids are eating. Pizza? And I, you know, pizza and, and hamburgers uh-huh. and cakes, and it's somebody's birthday, so we have pink and purple donuts and, and cupcakes coming in. And, and French I, and uh, sodas. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no water. These kids are all dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And I think what Christ's last words were, Christ said, forgive them, so they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. And there are parents out there that if they knew what they were feeding their children, I promise you wouldn't be feeding them. But they're not taught that. Mm-hmm. And we're taught geometry, and we're taught trigonometry, but we're not taught how to manage your own body. And the other thing that's missing in the healthcare puzzle, if you will, it's not a puzzle, uh, the piece of the healthcare that's missing is the nervous system. Mm-hmm. The way the body works is your brain sends messages down your spine, out your nerves, to every cell in your body. So there's a nerve right now going to your arm. And if they'd move your arm, you could. Because your brain told it what to do. There's a nerve going to your leg. There's a nerve going to your head. You can control your body because your brain tells it what to do. Mm-hmm. However, up to 90% of your nerves don't feel pain. Now, this is important. You don't feel your pancreas make insulin, but it's controlled by a nerve. If I were to cut the nerve to your pancreas, you would probably die. But many of us pinch the nerve to an organ. And so the organ's working. It's just not working at 100%. Mm-hmm. So you can pinch your nerve to your heart, your lungs, your liver, your spleen, your colon, your gallbladder, your reproductive organs. The organ cannot work. Okay. I don't care how much lotions and potions and rubs and scrubs you put on there, that organ cannot work because the brain cannot tell it how to work because you're pinching a nerve. Talk to us a little bit about, uh, you're a chiropractor, tell us a little bit about the science of that and how it works because some people just don't get it and a lot of people still today, I mean, I, I went to my first chiropractor when I was a teenager. Um, my father, you know, wholly believed in it, but a lot of people even today don't believe in it. They say, don't go. You should never go to a chiropractor. Oh, yeah. I hear, I hear, once you start, you can't stop. I hear that one about once a day. Uh, but that's like saying once you brush your teeth, you don't brush your teeth ever because once you brush them once, you're going to have to keep brushing the rest of your life. No. I mean, that's ridiculous. You know, I've seen personally about 20,000 patients in my career. Mm-hmm. 20,000 different patients. If every one of them came in once a month, I'd be seeing 20,000 patients a month. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it if I had 20 other doctors working with me. So it's not true that once you start, you, you never stop. What most people do is once they realize that a bone moves out of place and it pinches a nerve, they want to get it fixed right away. Mm-hmm. So if a bone moves out of place and pinches a nerve, it can hurt. Mm-hmm. So if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, arm pain, hand pain, wrist pain, go to a chiropractor, qualified chiropractor, and get the bone put back in place. Mm-hmm. Pain goes away. I don't know how to make it any simpler. Mm-hmm. I've been asking my radio show listeners now for seven years. If you can think of a simpler way for me to explain that, please tell me. I don't know how to make it simpler. If, you know, if I'm sticking a pin in my leg, we'll stop sticking a pin in my leg and it'll stop hurting. Wow. However, 90% of the nerves don't feel pain. Uh-huh. And this is where people don't, this is what a lot of people don't understand about chiropractic, is we want to put the bones back in place, number one, because patients come because it hurts, but we want to open up the nerve supply to the organs. And then the third concern we have is if bones are out of alignment, they rub up against each other and they wear out. Mm-hmm. And that's called osteoarthritis. So getting the spine lined up, or all the bones, the feet, the knees, the ankles, the hips, number one, makes you feel better. 
Number two, opens up the nerves to the organs, allowing the organs to function normally. And then number three, you reduce and eliminate the, the risk of arthritis. To me, it's a no-brainer. I can't imagine it being any simpler than that. Arthritis is up there with uh, in the top five uh, health conditions that affect people. We talked earlier about diet and how that affects uh, individuals. Uh, you're saying osteoarthritis is when the bones rub up against one another. Regular arthritis, how does that differ from osteo? Rheumatoid arthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis is the body attacking itself. And that's autoimmune. It's an autoimmune reaction, correct. And so rheumatoid arthritis is when the immune system goes awry. So what we mm-hmm. want to do is stop stressing the immune system so it mm-hmm. can do its job. Okay. Okay? If I was, if you're trying to do your job, and I, right now you're, you're doing an interview, and I start throwing things at you and poking, poking you and, and spitting water at you, that's annoying. You can't do your job. <laughs> Okay, and that's what we That would be our... normal. I'm from Jersey, so I, I would do <laughs> I'm that. I'm from Jersey, too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do that. <laughs> we have fun. But the immune system, if you keep bombarding it with chemicals, with stress, with uh, fragrances, perfumes, uh, uh, air fresheners, clothes soap that has uh, fragrances in it, uh, dryer sheets, bleach, cleaning chemicals, the immune system is constantly being bombarded. It doesn't know what to do. So it kind of just lashes out and goes crazy. And that's what people don't understand, these chemicals also, and how they affect people. They just don't get it. Explain the science of that, because many of us, we have, you know, we're up, we had to go to the bathroom and brush our teeth. We had to go and take a shower. We use some sort of aid for this whole thing, getting up and getting out to our jobs today. Explain that to us. How do these chemicals affect us? Well, a lot of them are what they, they, they uh, affect the hormone system. Mm-hmm. They're called endocrine disruptors. So, for example, if I were to use, uh, wake up in the morning and I pop something in a microwave, I pop a, a pre-made bacon and egg sandwich or something in a microwave in plastic. Yuck. When the plastic comes, yeah, comes in contact with the, microwave, with the microwave, it releases a chemical called xenoestrogens. Xenoestrogen, xeno meaning far and estrogen meaning estrogen, is between three and six hundred times stronger than human estrogen. Mm-hmm. And what happens then is it causes the body to act as if it has three hundred times more estrogen, you know, for this moment in time. And estrogen is a growth hormone. It causes abnormal cell growth. Now, we don't need any abnormal cell growth in our bodies. Mm-hmm. And so we, that could lead to things like cancer. And if you have too much estrogen in your body, it counteracts testosterone. Okay? Mm. Testosterone is your muscle building hormone. It's your sex drive hormone. When we talk about muscles, not just your biceps and your pectorals, what about your heart? What about your blood vessels? What about your colon? What about your sex organs? All muscles. And so too much estrogen counteracts testosterone, and testosterone is the thing that keeps those muscles strong and working. And we're seeing now this cottage uh, industry that's uh, opened up in plastic surgery for removing men breasts. Little boys are growing breasts. Well, I've seen that. Yes. That's too much competition for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, when he looks, when he, when there's an opportunity for him to look better in the lingerie than me, something's That's not right, right here. You know, you know. Something's not right, exactly. <laughs> and girls now are reaching puberty, according to the Centers for Disease Control here in Atlanta. Um, the average white girl is reaching puberty around age seven. She's starting puberty. And not necessarily a menstrual cycle, but pubic hair, hips, breast buds. Black girls are starting puberty at age five. 
Something's wrong. You think it's the hormones in the foods you've mentioned, like the meats and the dairy? Sure. Sure, meat and dairy products, commercial meat and dairy are loaded with steroids, chemicals, hormones, antibiotics, pesticides, herbicides, tranquilizers. Why would you want to poison your child? I mean, if I, if, if I knowingly do something to hurt a child, it's child abuse. Mm-hmm. Go to jail. Juries have no sympathy. Hang them. Evilly hurt a child. And yet, what do we do every single day to our children? We feed them meats and dairy products and, and steroids and hormones and chemicals, antibiotics, pesticides, herbicides, tranquilizers. Uh, we wash their clothes in toxic chemicals and fragrances. We... Uh, Wash their pillows that they're laying their head on eight, ten hours a night, inhaling these chemicals. We're not giving them enough water. We're not giving them any water. Mm. And I start looking at this and going, just because we don't know, you know, ignorance is no excuse for breaking the law. If I'm speeding and I don't know the speed limit, I'm still speeding. Mm-hmm. Ignorance. And yet, for some reason, when it comes to health care, that's ignored. Well, you hurt your kid because you fed them bad foods, but you didn't know, so it's okay. And you know what? Everybody else does it anyway, so ha-ha, it's okay. Not okay. So you think in the last 50 years we have taken, um, we've made progresses, but we've also taken a a back seat to uh, a better way of life in terms of our health. Absolutely. You know, people say, my grandmother ate meat. My grandmother, Mm -hmm. your grandmother ate meat that was organically grown, Mm -hmm. grass-fed, small amounts, and she ate a lot of organic fruits and vegetables as well, along with a lot of water and a lot of exercise. And her bowels, chances are, were working two or three times a day because she had so much fiber in her diet. I always say, if you could eat the food that your grandmother ate, feel free to do it. We can't do it. And people laugh at that, but the biggest uh, segment of population is the people who are 100 and over. Yes. They ate growing. real food. I think that has something to do with it. Yes, it does. You know, I saw an interview with somebody the other day, he's 109 years old, and he only walks two miles a day now. And uh, he's Only two, huh? Only two. He's down to two, he said. He said, I'm slowing down in my old age. And he eats mostly raw foods, because mm-hmm. not only eating good foods, but when you cook them, you destroy a lot of the enzymes and nutrients that are in the food. So raw food is going to give you digestive enzymes to help break down and absorb the food you just ate. So I try to tell people about 60% of your diet should be raw food. Now, how do you do that? Wake up in the morning and have fruit. Don't care what kind of fruit. Apples, peaches, pears, bananas, pineapples, mangoes, kiwis, star fruit, watermelon, just eat fruit. Then, like in winter months, I like to eat heartier because it's cold. And um, I like to eat heartier foods. So I'll maybe go work out or I'll do housework or something. And about an hour later, I'll then have some oatmeal. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, oatmeal is loaded with B vitamins, it's loaded with nutrients, I'll add almonds or raisins to it, which is high in boron. Boron is necessary for testosterone production. Back to testosterone again. It's high in soluble and insoluble fiber. I can add flax seeds to it, ground flax seeds. Two tablespoons of ground flax seeds is going to give you 143% of your requirements for omega-3 fatty acids for the day. Mm. A quarter cup of walnuts is going to give you 93% of your requirements for omega-3 fatty acids for the day. So you have something like that. Then for a snack, I may have a couple handfuls of nuts or some trail mix. And then for lunch, I like to have a salad. Now in the winter, I like warmer foods. Mm-hmm. So I may have some peas. I may heat up some peas and I'll add some nutritional yeast to it and some uh, flaxseed oil to it. Okay. And just mix that together and eat that. Now, is it traditional food? No, it's not. Is it cheap? It's really cheap. Is it healthy? It's amazingly healthy. So I'm trying yeah. to teach people to think outside the box, save money, and be healthy. 